In nature, a wildfire is one of the most devastating natural forces. It burns hot and fast and leaves little behind but ash and char. Or so it seems. Very soon after the fire passes through the forest, life returns. Shrubs and weeds that clog the forest floor have burned away, leaving space for new trees, grasses, and flowers to emerge and flourish. Habitats are created, bringing new insects, birds, reptiles, and mammals. A cancer diagnosis can feel like a wildfire, our bodies becoming this new, fire-clarified landscape. For some, cancer changes utterly everything. For others, cancer brings greater clarity and purpose. And some of us are still searching for what life after a cancer diagnosis will look like. Welcome to The Burn. We are exploring stories of life and transformation following a breast cancer diagnosis. I'm April Stearns, the founder and editor of Wildfire Magazine and the host of this podcast. Today I'm doing a mini episode, a broadcast from my view of the young breast cancer landscape. From time to time, I'll interrupt your regular storytellers to share with you lessons I've learned from my own survivorship and from building a business in cancer land. As always, my goal is to let you know you aren't alone. I see you. I hear you. My goal is also to inspire you to use your voice, your words, to find meaning in what you're experiencing. And maybe too, you're making a business or want to create a resource in cancer, and you're here for the inspiration along those lines as well. Whatever has brought you here, thank you for joining me, and we'll figure it out together. Cancer comes with a lot of surprises. Reconstructed nipples are optional. Radiation involves tattoos. Menopause is the gift that keeps on giving. Social media having a role in an experience of a major illness was another surprise for me. It was the fall of 2015 when I posted my first wildfire Instagram post, and then I began to search for others also posting about their lives with breast cancer. Almost immediately, I found Nally Augustine, a Canadian blogger who had been diagnosed in 2013, a year after me. Her smile through the screen was radiant, her eyes warm, her head wrap perfect. I was immediately drawn in. What kept me coming back, though, wasn't her beautiful pictures. It was her words and her willingness to be vulnerable on a platform I thought was all about a highly curated, carefully portrayed idea of the perfect life, even a perfect cancer life. I hadn't realized yet that anywhere we can share our stories, including Instagram, has powerful potential to change lives, our own as well as others. On a platform that felt superficial at best and fake at worst, here was Nally facing cancer in a way that felt authentic. Nally's Instagram post showed harsh cancer realities, loss, setbacks, progression, right alongside messages of hope, love, and a fierce determination to live beyond surviving. She didn't just write about what happened to her. She took it to what came next. She showed us what she did with the deck of cards she was dealt. Exactly how she made that lemonade from those lemons. Six weeks ago now, in March 2022, Nally passed away from seven years of enduring metastatic breast cancer. In the weeks since her death, I have been struggling to wrap my mind around what her loss represents, beyond a deep well of sadness for all that NBC steals. I keep coming back to this idea of the social media cancer influencer. In the years since I first began following her, Nally attracted more than 100,000 followers. A little blue checkmark appeared next to her name. And here was another surprise for me. Cancer famous is a thing. 
But to say Nally was a cancer influencer feels like a diminishment of what she was actually doing. This is what I've been thinking about, what it means to use your story to influence another person's life, how the power of your story can make you a player in their story. This is what I believe Nally's legacy is, that the role of cancer influencer need not be superficial. In fact, it must not be. Cancer takes. Trauma robs. Words, however, give us back our power. If we can learn to use them to tell the truth about not just the facts of what happened to us, but more importantly, what came next, then we become a person of influence. Influence on our own lives and on others. And influence means we live on after we die, through our words and how they make others feel. What we want is to stand foot to foot with another human being, palm pressed to warm palm, and to look them in the eyes. Writing helps with that. Words are an excellent way to connect to the humanity inside you and to find the humanity in others. Nally used hers to do this. Okay, let's take a quick break here, and then I have some more for you after the break. Hi, my name is Joe, and I was diagnosed with breast cancer at age 29 in 2018. I attended a wildfire writing workshop recently, and it was a fun, encouraging, and ultimately feeling experience. Before finding wildfire, I was in a very conflicted mental state from the trauma of cancer treatment. Now I feel a bit more at peace with the hard road I've traveled and in a more accepting place of who I am today and how those tough life experiences shaped me. I feel more wholesome and motivated to continue writing. So thank you so much, April, for offering these writing workshops. And to other young breast cancer survivors out there, I highly recommend you sign up. Thank you so much for that love, Joe, and welcome back to everyone. Listeners, please send me your testimonials. I would love to feature your recording of how wildfire has touched your life. Send those to me at editor at wildfirecommunity.org. All right, before the break, I was talking about Nally's lessons, her vulnerability. Brokenness comes from being rigid, not from being vulnerable. Brokenness comes from being rigid not from being vulnerable. I first heard that on a Wednesday night when I was making dinner. I was listening to Brene Brown's podcast, Unlocking Us. The sun had long set. My husband was due home from work any minute, and I had a bunch of different pots and pans bubbling all at once. And then this gem came floating straight into my ears and hit me like a ton of bricks, stopping me in my tracks. When you hear something and involuntarily suck in all of your breath, that's when you know you just heard a truth. Brene said this in conversation with James Clear, the author of Atomic Habits. She said, feeling broken comes from holding yourself so tightly that you can't see any other way of being. You're stiff and closed, which means you become fragile and breakable. The flip side is to be open and flexible, to be vulnerable. I let it sink in and slowly release the breath I had been holding. Brokenness comes from being rigid. It made me think of palm trees that sway and bend in a storm while other trees snap in two. As a memoir writing instructor, I talk about vulnerability a lot. It's the key ingredient in life-changing expressive writing. After traumas and setbacks like breast cancer, this is the writing that is healing and ultimately leads you home to yourself and your body again. But vulnerability doesn't come naturally for everyone. Some have been taught as a child that being vulnerable isn't safe. Some resist out of fear of losing control, especially after an out-of-control cancer diagnosis. But it isn't the losing control that threatens to break you. 
It's the holding so tightly that you become brittle. This is the threat. Losing control on the page, being open and vulnerable with your story, this is a beautiful softness, a wholeness, a kindness. Here's where Nally shined so bright. She understood that in telling her story, not just any words would do, that the words must be simple, they must be human, they must be yours, and they must be true. She went deep inside herself in order to touch something deep within us. She searched long and hard for the lessons. She reached for the transformation, and then she shared it with us. You might find yourself feeling like it's too tender and personal a thing to do, to share the most vulnerable details of your life, especially what you learn while in the fire of cancer. To that I say, those are the only words I want to read. They're the only ones that matter. Nally taught us that. Brene Brown continues to teach us that. Because for all the energy and effort and love and passion we put into this world, words are the most lasting thing we get to leave behind. Someone's watching you. Like I needed Nally's story and her insights about herself, someone needs you and yours. Are you ready to feel it for yourself? Are you ready to write your words? When you're ready, I'd love to do this with you. I want you to join me in a wildfire writing workshop. You can join my mailing list at wildfirecommunity.org to get all the details. Thanks so much. I'm April Stearns, and you've been listening to The Burn. The Burn's a production of Wildfire Magazine, where we share breast cancer stories from young women like you've never read or heard before. We also strive to inspire you to write your story like you've never written it before. Stay to the end. Today, I have a writing prompt for you, just like all the other episodes. Our producer is Bill Smith of Shoe Production, and our production assistant is Monica Haro. Do you want more on the life-changing transformation to be had from telling your breast cancer stories? Visit wildfirecommunity.org to find our now 36 issues in the Wildfire Archives and to take a writing workshop with me. There's no place on the planet like a Wildfire Writing Workshop, and I want you to experience it for yourself. Discover how to write your way back to yourself, write your way to reclaiming your body and your story, and don't forget to subscribe to The Burn and listen to it wherever you go. All right, here is your writing prompt. As always, I want you to set your timer for eight minutes and write without stopping or editing yourself. Your prompt is, I am writing because. I want to know what is deep down in the soft heart of what urges you to put pen to paper. What is your why? I am writing because. Write for eight minutes, write without stopping, see what needs to come out and where it will take you. Happy writing. Thanks for listening. Until next time, take good care.